section eight of the national geographic magazine volume eight december eighteen ninety seven this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by betty b geographic literature by harry gannett the founders of geology by sir archibald geikey pages x plus two hundred ninety seven london and new york macmillan and company eighteen ninety seven two dollars had the study of the earth begun in the new world instead of the old geology would unquestionably have made a more rapid advance than it has done the future progress of the science may be expected to be largely directed and quickened by discoveries made in america and by deductions from the clear evidence presented on that continent thus writes sir archibald geikey easily the foremost geologist of great britain if not of europe in his preface and american geographers and geologists cannot fail to be gratified by this appreciative expression concerning their opportunities and their work in the half dozen succeeding chapters or lectures the kindly promise of this preface is fulfilled but with little further reference to the western hemisphere it is singular that although geology is next to the youngest among the sciences no competent student has sought hitherto to write the record of its growth lyell indeed made some essay in this direction and our own marsh has taken up one aspect of the subject but neither of these masters professed to make his work both comprehensive and exhaustive now comes sir archibald with unprecedented facilities with a commendable desire of tracing without prejudice those efforts which contributed most materially to the making of the science and with a disposition to assign due need of credit to every founder the task is delicate and difficult involving large reading firm grasp of the science warm sympathy for pioneering even when of the crudest and judicial ability of a high order yet it is done with such signal skill with such boldness and fairness that the little book at once takes rank among the classics of science beginning with the cosmogonists sir archibald soon passes to the naturalists and his review is specially noteworthy in bringing out clearly the important contributions to earth science made by one whose name has seldom been heard in this generation jean etienne Wittard, author of a new application of geography and of the earliest known geologic map one of the first to describe appreciatively the work of rain and rivers in modifying geographic features and to accurately note the geographic distribution of fossils first discoverer of the volcanic origin of the extinct craters of central france passing thence to werner and to hutton and his interpreter playfair with their rival theories of the earth he proceeds to parcel credit duly to archaic Barand, von buch buckland cuvier darwin de la beche sir james hall lyell murchison de saussure sedgwick william smith and a score of less known makers of the science his treatment being the more satisfactory to geographers by reason of his own full appreciation of modern physical geography the new geology american readers may find the work incomplete 
at first blush by reason of the omission of such names as those of our own hall the principal author of the new york system of hilgard the prophet of southern geology and of powell the discoverer of the base level and thus the founder of physiography but further reading will reveal the author's policy of avoiding characterization of the work of living leaders sir Archibald's style is simple and clear and the bookmaking is admirable so the treatise is easy reading while its substance is made accessible by a full index w j m java the garden of the east by eliza ruhama skidmore author of jinrikisha days in japan pages three hundred thirty nine with illustrations new york the century company eighteen ninety seven one dollar fifty cents fastidious readers are indebted to the century company for some three hundred and fifty pages of as artistic bookmaking as the year has seen artistic in topography and paper artistic in illustration and still more artistic though this is but the publisher's good fortune in literary form and content and the book is no less instructive than artistic toward the end of the fifteenth century the spirit of conquest awoke from its long sleep of the dark ages and first iberia and then netherland entered on careers of exploration and colonization all men took note of the spanish conquests partly because they included a new world but somehow the less brilliant moves of the dutch on the world's checkerboard have not been followed with equal attention at least by english-speaking peoples so batavia has long been half recognized through the mists of a provincial language as some sort of contributor toward the solid wealth of amsterdam gravenhage produced by us in self-defense to the hague while java was still more vaguely glimpsed as the coffee plantation of the dutch east india company true there is a rich literature grown out of the dutch conquest and colonization in which java and its capital city are faithfully pictured in all their stages of growth since the first vessels from holland reached them about fifteen ninety true special students of geography and of trade interests are familiar with these records in the language of the lowlands yet to the mass of intelligent people the scant information gleaned through the alien literature was but the dry and dusty bones of dead knowledge so miss skidmore's book comes as a fragrant breath direct from the lush nursery of the orient and a breath so redolent of the mystical potency of eastern legend and western too as to regenerate the skeleton in full flesh and vigorous vitality the author spent months in the country she saw with occidental eyes indeed yet all the more clearly because without the curious oriental haze which distorts the vision sometimes little often much her pen pictures and sun pictures alike bear inherent evidence of fidelity and the general presentment of the garden of the east is done in vigorous lines and strong colors as time passes literature changes of old the writer devoted a lifetime to a book writ perchance for a single reader which was often a heaviness to the spirit of late a more fanciful yet more vigorous style has grown up under the pressure of magazine editors compelled to meet more promptly than the bookmakers the demands of modern readers and now this literary quality which is represented by the best writings of two score authors chiefly american 
is going into the books in this style miss gidmore writes each sentence is filled with idea and every paragraph throbs with vitality and brims over with good humor while the light of delicate fancy and solid culture shines out between the lines each chapter is a gem and the whole a chaplet of brilliance the first chapter is singapore and the equator the second in java major the third batavia queen of the east next the kampongs then to the hills the sixth at dutch sans souci the seventh in a tropical garden the eighth and ninth the culture system the tenth sinigar the eleventh plantation life the twelfth across the priangar regencies the thirteenth to tisak malaya then prisoners of state at boro bodar followed by boro bodar and boro bodar and menduet the seventeenth is bram banam the eighteenth solo the city of the susanin next is the land of chris and sarong then comes jock jakarta followed by pako alam the axis of the universe the twenty-second is Chilachap, chalachap chelachap then follows garawet and papa dayang and lastly save a rather too condensed index follows salamat the soft farewell of the land of the malay it is impossible to epitomize these chapters already condensed to the utmost suffice it that it apparently every appropriate subject is treated or at least touched lightly the myth of the coco de mer is rectified and that of the deadly upas punctured skillfully the coffee plantations are described and the vile product of the local chef duly anathematized the tea industry receives attention and the unconventional hotel customs are not neglected even krakatoa that world's volcano which happened to erupt so near to java comes in for a share of space the book hardly professes to be scientific and may be unworthy of entombment alongside the musty tomes of the dutch societies but it can be commended as a thoroughly readable and fully fin de siècle contribution to that semi-scientific literature which is neither so heavy as to sink straight away into the depths of desuetude nor so light as to drift into oblivion w j m natural elementary geography by jacques w redway f r g s pages one hundred forty four with maps and illustrations new york cincinnati chicago american book company eighteen ninety seven sixty cents for many years teachers have realized that geographical textbooks were unsatisfactory and that the teaching of geography was as a consequence equally so but without being able to better them geography as it has been heretofore taught in the schools is not a science it is little more than a mere mass of unconnected facts relating to the earth's surface teachers and pupils are but beginning to understand that geography is in the truest sense a science in that all phenomena of the earth proceed from cause to effect and that geography is the fundamental science upon whose broad back rests nearly all other sciences the birth of the new science of physiography the study of the relief of the earth gave a decided direction to geography teaching the committee of ten appointed by the national educational association in eighteen ninety two in its report made this the leading feature of geography it was a step in the right direction but at the same time 
it limited the scope of geography to a study of the surface features of the earth later the committee of fifteen took a great step in advance presenting the science of geography in its full breadth and scope not only as embracing the surface features of the earth but their influence upon man and his industries which is the ultimate end of all geography the above book is the first of a series of school geographies now being issued by the american book company in scope it is fully in accord with the report of the committee of fifteen as it teaches not only the origin of the surface features of the earth but their relations to man his life and his activities it also embodies the most approved pedagogical methods leading the child from the known to the unknown from those things which he can see and appreciate through his senses to those which he must realize by the aid of his imagination it is admirably illustrated both as to cuts and maps and the illustrations are used for the purpose of assisting the text not merely to make a pretty book without disparaging other recent textbooks on geography it is safe to say that in scope and method of treatment this book is far the most successful that has yet appeared h g end of section eight